A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the As Told by Nomads podcast, where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tyo Roxas. everybody to another episode of As Told by Nomads. Today's episode is with Ava Sinaratna. She is the editor of TCK Town and also an art director. So I'm very, very curious to talk to her about her background and the amazing melting pot of cultures that she experiences within herself. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. The pleasure is mine. Uh, and... Um, as is such with almost every TCK I've had on, on the podcast, I always like them to start off with their story because we are all walking contradictions. So I'm curious as to where yours yes. starts. <laughs> yeah, I like that you started with contradictions because that's how I always feel when I tell my story. Um, basically, like in terms of um, where I'm from and where I've been, I was born in Sri Lanka. I'm ethnically Sri Lankan. Um, And when I was three, we moved to Bahrain. I lived there till I was five. Um, And then we moved to Dubai. And I basically um, did my junior school and high school education there, except for two years when we moved to Tasmania to get our Australian citizenship. And after high school in Dubai, I moved to Melbourne and I've basically um, studied in Melbourne, finished uni here. Um, and I've been working here for a couple of years, except for two years when I was living and working in Tokyo. So, yeah, in terms of like, it's like contradictory and it's really convoluted as well, because it's like no matter how much I want to answer that question in a linear way, it never happens. But yeah. hopefully that made sense. No, it does. It does. Definitely. I mean, the audience, <laughs> the audience is very used to that. But I'm always curious when, as yeah. you start to, to experience all these, these different identities, how did you react to them initially? And then how did you grow to just accept that identity? Yeah, I mean, the like the good and the interesting thing about 
basically growing up in Dubai, like I, I moved there when I was five and I left when I was 19 was like, I was surrounded by TCKs. So I honestly, for the biggest part of my life, didn't even know I was one um, because everyone was a TCK. Um, and I think maybe my first experience of being different was when we moved to Tasmania um, when I was 11. And I mean, we were like, we were like aliens there. And I mean, it was so different for us as well, because obviously moving from a really big city like Dubai and you, we, we went to Launceston, which is a really beautiful town in Tassie, um, but no high rises. There wasn't a city. There was a town. There was one cinema, like everything closed at five. Like we didn't know what was going on. Um, oh yeah, no, it was, it was definitely like my first experience with culture shock. Like it was, it was ridiculous. It ended up being amazing, but at first it was just horrifying. Um, but like that was probably the first time I realized like maybe I could be different from other people. Um, but then again, like I guess I was young and we were so different that, you know, like it was just kind of like, OK, I'm weird, I guess. Like, what can I do? I'm just going to make friends and get along with it. Um, and then. I mean, we moved back to Dubai and I, I guess after being in Tasmania, I was a bit more aware of how culturally like we were all from so many different places. But because we were in high school and I was in a British school, everyone was kind of trying to be Western. So, I mean, we were sort of exposed to each other's cultures just because of the nature of of how international it was. But, you know, like we all ended up having British accents and we were all supporting English football teams and into English music and all of that stuff. So again, like, I don't know, it wasn't as international as it could have been, but I, I was a bit more aware of it, I think, than, than most of my peers were. And by the time I'd left high school, I was kind of glad because it just felt like a, a sort of a strange manufactured cultural kind of space. Mm. Um, and when I went to Melbourne again, I didn't quite get it because, um, I was, I was sort of, I guess like a new Australian. I'd only lived in Tasmania for two years and then Melbourne was going to be my third year in Australia. But by that time I'd, you know, been an Australian for eight years technically. Um, so I was, I was supposedly an Australian, but this was my first year living there as an adult. And all of my friends from uni were also new to Australia as well. So Again, I was feeling different from everyone because they were from India, they were from Sri Lanka, they were from Pakistan, wherever it was, and they had such a close tie to their home countries and they were very much from there and Melbourne was a temporary place. Whereas I was also from another country and Melbourne was new, but I was supposed to be Australian and I didn't have a tie to Dubai. Um, so I was I was kind of in a grey area again compared to everybody else. But I, I don't know, I guess like after being in Tasmania, I just had always felt different, but it never really bothered me too much. Um, it's never something that's um, sort of made me lose a lot of sleep. So I never, honestly, like I've just gone through my life blissfully aware of my TCK existence um, until I moved to Tokyo. And I think that's when I really got it. And that was maybe three years ago. Um, and I was living in this house called Borderless House, which is in an area of Tokyo called Omori. 
And the um, the situation was really cool. What they did was they made sure that half the residents were local and half the residents were foreign. So it was this like immediate cultural exchange as soon as you walk through the front door. Um, and when I was in that house, like you see the locals and you get along with them, but you know immediately that you're different. Um, and then amongst the foreigners, like there were two groups again. There were the travelers who were sort of treating Tokyo as like a transient place. So they wanted to brush up on their language or they um, were studying a martial art or they were there for business. Um, and then there were the TCKs. So they had purely moved there because they were interested in the culture. And when I was in that house and I met other TCKs and I kind of saw myself in them. And that was really when my TCK journey started, like way later on in my life. Um, even though I'd been exposed to so many different cultures and so many experiences before, just had I just had no idea, I think. No, I mean, I think it's, it's funny. I've talked to a lot of TCKs and, and it's, you know, I went to international school as well. Sometimes you just get used to that environment. And it's not only, it's not until you actually get out of the environment that you realize, oh my goodness, this is not kind of reality. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, I think I, I like, I just grew up just thinking I was weird. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm weird. Like I can stress out about it or I can just keep going. And I just decided not to worry about it. Um, and then, yeah, when I found out I was a TCK, I was like, oh, okay. Like there are actually a whole bunch of other people who are as odd as I am. Um, and it's, it's just very empowering and right. such a positive thing. Um, so Tokyo yeah. was, yeah, really good for me in that sense. So then what now led to TCK town? When did you decide I got to create this online journal, um, for other TCKs? Um, so after I moved away from Tokyo, um, one of my very dear friends, Paul, who's one of the writers at TCK Town, um, he included me in this email list that he has with his really close friends from around the world. And what he does is he just writes emails every so often about like little normal everyday experiences that he has but he writes them in the context of all the different countries that he's lived in. And he's like the ultimate TCK. If there is such a thing, he's lived in a bajillion places. Um, so like, he'll be like, Oh, I posted a letter in Tokyo today. And that reminds me of what this postman in Spain said to me once when I was five. And then, Oh yeah. Like that reminds me of a time when I lived on Guam and they were supposed to deliver Christmas trees in December and they didn't. And then the Island went into a panic and like, they were amazing emails. Um, and I, you know, I started to get excited about receiving them. And then after that, I started to want to write back um, and tell him my stories as well. Because I was like, oh, I actually ha have like a funny postman thing from Sri Lanka. And then, oh, this happened to me when I was try trying to send something in Tokyo and I didn't know how to talk to them in Japanese. And, you know, like... Um, I had similar kind of TCK experiences, even though they were different countries. Um, and we started writing back and forth to each other. And then I just said, man, like we're both TCKs. And I think being a TCK means you're just naturally interested about other people and where they come from. Um, and I was like, you know, we're interested in each other's stories. And, you know, this is part of what our personalities are. I'm sure other people would love to hear what, what, you know, like what's going on in these emails and stuff, we should write a blog. And that's really, um, 
like technically how the blog started. <laughs> and that is typical New York City, by the way, when you hear that background noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. No, I, you know what? I was worried because I'm in a really noisy part of the city and like there was a grand final on tonight and there was some fools yelling outside like right before we started talking. So I'm glad it's not coming from my side. No, no. Occasionally, I'll have the interviews and it'll be a big, you know, like police uh, siren or ambulance siren. But um, but that's that's part of just being in a confusion of culture. In the city. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. I, I do love the story, though, because it does sound like your your friend has experienced uh, travel and cross-cultural experiences to an extreme level, which is great, because he seems to be able to relate to any sort of thing with another story or another country like oh yeah that happened here that happened there um that's always fun yeah. with people like that yeah i want to ask you this so this you get town you know i found you guys on instagram i love the stories i you know i love the the site uh and for those listening you know it's, it's tcktown.com and you know, it's amazing it's clean it's got a great design you've got very interesting this you know background with design you know you're an art you know artist essentially um do you feel like your your TCK ness, as I always say, um, you know, led to your art? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll just you know TCK ness. Do you feel like that um, filtered into your art? Um, my TCK ness filtered my art. So, um, I'm an art director, I guess, um, and um, it's a little. I'll start by saying it's a little different from an artist. So um, essentially what I do is I sort of conceptualize work and different campaigns, and then I sort of manage the teams to get the work done. So a lot of the time I'll be working with an artist or with a designer. Um, but I I don't um, actually, like, I mean, if I was creating a design myself, um and sitting on a computer, I don't know if any cultural influences would come into my work other than living in Tokyo for a while, like their, their design and their typography is so clean and very geometric. And I really, I really love that style, but I don't know enough to know if that came from Japan or if it's, or if it's a personal um, preference, but in terms of the coordinating and working with different teams and getting along with people, I think, I, I mean, I've been able to fit into any team that I've worked with really well and I'm a freelancer. So I, I tend to move, um, from different agencies and different companies as, and when projects come up. Um, and yeah, I think being a TCK has just made it so easy to get along with people and get things done especially when we're usually working under pressure or it's, they're just really difficult briefs or there's a lot to be done. Um, and, you know, you have to find ways to like relate to people and keep morale up and um, get things going. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know if TCK-ness will go physically into a design, but definitely with the direction and project management stuff, it's really helped a lot. No, no. I mean, the reason I was asking that question, and you're so right with that, is is obviously a lot of times you're not aware of some of the things. I've just noticed, you know, as exactly. I start to develop my voice more as an activist and uh, and you know, just a, you know, a media executive, it's it's interesting some of the thoughts that I have because then I approach 
certain problems a different way. You know, given the landscape mm-hmm. of the world right now, you know, I, you know, whether it's elections or something, I'm like, I'm thinking about all sorts of angles uh, that mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have thought of before. Because I remember when I first came um, to the States or when I was first, you know, in Nigeria, I used to think of things in, in a more of a one-track mind. And the more I started to open my mind, I was like, okay, okay, okay. Well, let me approach the problem from like three angles instead of two angles. And it just started, yeah. yeah, I started looking at all the stakeholders. Now I'm a natural overthinker. So maybe it's just me, <laughs> but yeah. I've just wondered, I've just wondered, uh, because, you know, cause maybe that. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. That's why I fell into media and, and writing, because I, I, I just tend to overthink. But I'm always curious, you never know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's really funny, actually, um, because our November issue is um, one where we talk about people who are close to us and we ask them about their point of views of a of a TCK, like from from an outside perspective. Um, and I thought I would interview my mom and ask her if she thought like having a child who grew up as a TCK was, you know, like a kind of an emotional and kind of a a personal benefit to me. Um, And what came up in the interview was that I attributed a lot of my personality to being a TCK. So um, getting along well with people, um, being open-minded, being independent, having this desire to learn. Um, And I was kind of chatting to her about that. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, these are all really good parts of my personality. Like, you know, don't you think if I grew up in Sri Lanka and just Sri Lanka, I wouldn't have had these things. And she was like, um, yeah, but all the women in our family are really independent women. And I was like, oh yeah, you're right. And she was just like, and you know, like your dad, your granddad, he loves to learn. Like he's, he's on Duolingo now learning Spanish. She's like 80 plus. Um, so she was just like, uh, I don't know if that's a TCK trait. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. So it's like, yeah, it is interesting to see like how far you can um, trace back your TCK personality and like, where does it really start? Um, and that interview was good. Cause I was like, I was not expecting this to go this way at all. Um, and, and I guess maybe that point of view was from the fact that she isn't a TCK. So maybe she couldn't see things the way I was seeing it, but then, I just thought it was a nice twist on these personality traits that we we may attribute to being a TCK, but it might be coming from us. Do you, if you know what I mean? No, like, absolutely no, absolutely no. Yeah, it's weird. How have you found that um, you've dealt with relationships now? Now that you've, your your identity is evolving, you keep learning new things about yourself. How do you approach you know relationships, whether in business setting or personal setting? 
Um, I I wrote an article about a TCK relationship that I had in TCK Town, actually, um, called Love Porn and Knowing the Difference. Um, And it was about my first TCK relationship. Um, And it, it was it was a it was an abusive relationship um, that I was in for a while and it really didn't do a lot of good things for me. Um, but I was so determined to stay in it because I had never had the kind of intellectual like TCK connection with anyone. And, and I met him in Tokyo when I was starting to understand what my TCK identity was. So um, the big learning I got from that was that I think relationships really are about kind of respect and trust. Um, and sometimes that mutual culture doesn't actually need to be there. Um, and that was something I, I guess I wasn't mature enough to understand back then. Um, and in terms of professional relationships and how I approach them as a TCK, um, I think I go in with a lot more confidence because I just generally find I tend to get along with everyone really well. Um, and I think as TCKs, we kind of just have more of a natural intuitiveness on how different people feel in different situations or what they might be comfortable with and what we're supposed to do to make things work smoothly. And yeah, I think it's especially been easy as a freelancer, um, you know, going into new situations and new teams all the time and having to fit in really, really quickly and get the work done. So um, in terms of professional relationships, I think it's just, I guess it's given me an advantage. Um, if, yeah, it's just made me feel a lot more confident and comfortable. I, I, will, I want to apologize for, uh, you know, the abusiveness of that relationship. Sorry that you went through that. Oh, no. I mean, like, yeah, I got to take responsibility for it because I was, you know, I chose to be in that for so long. But at least it's over. <laughs> it is over. It is over. It is over. Um, I was asking that because I, I usually get a myriad of responses. You know, some say, make, especially in a professional setting, it's generally, you know, you're, you're able to connect with, deal with different teams because you've always dealt with different personalities, blah, blah, blah. Um, others mm. sometimes... Um, you know, especially some TCS who haven't fully embraced identity tend to, you know, find it difficult to trust sometimes just because they haven't. That's just, that's a section. And then the other section when it comes to romantic relationships is, is uh, some, you know, they hold out hope for that connection that you're referring to. And some mm. want the opposite of what they experience. Like, I just want someone different i just want someone that stayed in one town oh. and it's different so I, it's always interesting because it's not one response i'm always curious where yeah. i i've tended to be because i you know for me i'm a very very patient and independent guy so i've mm. been on the like i'm just gonna wait i don't have any you know i'm not i don't have a longing or anything like that which does bother mm. my mom sometimes because i'm the oldest of, of, <laughs> of like, well, you're oh, mine too. But, um, yeah, isn't it time? All your friends are getting married. Yeah, yeah exactly. She's like, you know, maybe a girlfriend, just one. That would be nice. <laughs> one or two, you know, whatever you can handle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. She's like, yeah. So, I mean, I tend to be on that end. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I think a part of me is, is, is almost looking for, I wouldn't say the connection that you're saying, but just mm-hmm. 
someone that sees the world the same way. So I, I don't know. That's just the way I've seen it. But I, I'm probably a minority of that. I'm like someone who is very, very diverse in, in her way of thinking and that can challenge me because I love being challenged uh, very much, actually. Yeah, I think that's the way we grow. I, I almost seek out challenges on a daily basis. So I, I would like maybe yeah. so impatient. So yeah, yeah, that's 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 why I brought that question up. <laughs> well, have you ever dated the TCK? I have not. Ah, uh, no wonder you're wondering. Um, the reason I feel like so I felt exactly the same way as you because my previous partners had been like completely Sri Lankan and I felt that cultural difference. Um, but after I had that cultural connection, um, yeah, I guess like that connection is, it's not, I guess, worth sticking around for if you don't have the relationship basics as well, which is what my previous relationship was like sorely lacking. Um, but I mean, if you find both, then like, yay, it's kind of the golden middle um, but I know a few couples where, um, you know, one partner is a complete TCK and one partner is a complete local. Um, and in the end, it's the personalities that make it work. And um, the local is really fascinated by um, their TCK partner. And then their TCK partner just appreciates how grounded their local partner is. So I've seen that a couple of times and been like, oh, that's kind of a nice balance. Um, so that's going to help me. Um, I guess have a more even view about yeah relationships and stuff. A uh, drop in relationship advice. I uh, appreciate that. <laughs> I know. I just realized I'm like you didn't ask for my advice, and I've just gone and like no, laid it is, out for no, you. No, 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 no. This is good. This is good. <laughs> this is good. I mean, I have I have been not consciously even thought about dating as much, but in the few times that I've come uh, to think about it, that that is a thought. I'm like, who is the person that I would date because i have i think i have like this gate in my in my head where i'm like ah, i don't know they didn't know what happened what happens but you're right maybe you know i haven't maybe i've just been on subconsciously just thinking ah, i would be someone else like that but yeah well i do appreciate the advice uh it's always welcome <laughs> so okay, I, I appreciate that you appreciate it because you totally didn't ask for it but no, yeah fine, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um <laughs> I, I have a question around your, your favorite things in the world now. Um, so I usually just rapid fire question. Um, yes. <laughs> favorite, favorite country in the world? Uh, I heard you ask this. Do any TCKs actually answer this question properly? Generally, most of the, <laughs> the time, they give me a sigh. They 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 they, <laughs> fil they filter and they say, "Hey, uh, oh. Kyle, uh, well, that's a difficult question. I, why would you ask me that question?" And then, in, after like thirty seconds, they maybe come up with a country, and they're like, "No, I can't answer the question," which I'm still sort of buying you time here. <laughs> I, I am hearing that. Um, no, so I, um, I mean, I think the thing sometimes about being a TCK is maybe you don't get to know a whole country, but you feel affiliated with a particular city. Uh, that's at least been the case for me. Okay, a city. Um, and a city. A city, yeah. And at the moment, I am just missing Tokyo a lot. Uh, so I would say Tokyo is my favorite. Yeah, um, first of all, you gave the answer to almost everyone, not, not the city, but the fact that yeah, no one can answer the question. Yeah, I can't answer the question myself because uh, when they ask me, <laughs> I was gonna ask you, yeah, if you could. Yeah, no, I always say, you know, it's tough because everybody was. I grew up in five countries, four continents. They always ask me, "Well, what's your favorite country?" And I'm like, "Well, 
they all have different <laughs> different things for me. Like Nigeria is my heart. And that's my only passport. Uh, Vietnam mm-hmm. opened my mind more. United States is somewhere I've always felt like I was almost destined to go eventually. Um, Burkina mm-hmm. Faso is where I formed my identity. Uh, you know, Sweden, I was too little to remember, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a part of me because my brother was born there. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. So I, I always answer it that way. So that's a very unfair question, but I, <laughs> I just like doing it because I like hearing the response. You just like inflicting it on other people. Okay, fine. Maybe what about the food? Favorite food? Oh my god, I'm, Japanese food. I love Japanese food. It's the one food I have just never gotten sick of. Like when I lived in Tokyo, I had housemates who'd be like, oh, I just want to eat pasta. Never <laughs> felt like that the two years I was there. Okay, so you say your favorite city is Tokyo. Your favorite food is Japanese. Do you think you should go to Japan? Mm. Uh, I am considering it. The thing is, like, this is going to sound very snobbish, but there's like a type of um traveler that goes to japan and they're like the repeat offenders so it's like they go to japan they stay there for a little bit they go back home and then home's not okay and then they go back to japan and then change their mind and they go back home and i've just met so many of those and i'm just trying not to be one of those um so i just feel like i just want to do one trip and that's going to be it um but uh my 30th birthday is coming up and I might do like a small trip then. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a hard question. It's no, a hard I, question. I, I, completely, <laughs> I completely get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. All right, what about music? Country with the best music for you? Country with the best music. I think, um, uh, again, probably CDs for me, Melbourne. Melbourne's amazing. They've got a great art scene and live music scene. Okay. All right. All right. Well, good to know. I. Uh, I'm getting ready to wrap up here, but I want to know what your mission and vision is with TCK Town. Um, so I think what sets us apart is the authenticity of our stories. Um, and I think that's something I'd love for us to really own. Um, just being able to kind of reach in and tell the truth in a really raw and honest way. So essentially, like what I'd like TCK Town to do is inspire others to kind of be proud of their identity and be honest about who they are because we're doing that in the blog every day. Mm-hmm. No, I, Does that make sense? So no, yeah, It makes a lot of sense. I, I have, I've been reading a lot of your, your blog posts. I, I love the design. I love the stories. I think you're well on your way to doing that. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, where can people find you? Um, so our blog is www.tcktown.com. Um, we're on Instagram as well at tcktown. Um, we're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash tcktown. Um, and if anyone wants to email me, we're looking for contributors. Um, you can email me at editor at tcktown.com. Basically everything at tcktown. And it is Exactly. I've said TCK Town 20 times and no one's going to forget it. It is very, very freaking awesome. I, I, love, I love it. Uh, I can't let you go without asking you the mission statement. So um, how do you use your difference to make a difference? Um, so I think, do you mean my personal difference or TCK Town's difference? Oh, your, your, your difference in general. 
my difference in general. Um, so I think maybe my difference is that I, I just kind of own being a TCK and that I'm slightly odd and from everybody else. And I think being honest about it is what my difference is. And I hope that what I can inspire is that other people can be honest about who they are and where they're from as well, without having to feel embarrassed about just being different. Wow. Oh, that's such a convoluted answer. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, Inspiring honesty everywhere she goes and uh, authenticity. I love it. I think it's a great answer. Yeah, well, you said it so much better than I did, but yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> In a nutshell, you, yes. That's, that's great to hear. Um, this has been a pleasure talking to you. I really do appreciate you sharing your story. And uh, I can't wait for this to actually get out and for people to learn more about you and what it is to actually be a confusion or culture. No, thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to use your difference to make a difference, as well as for show notes, head over to www.uidmag.com. Till next time, go out and make an impact in your world. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.